This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, two of Canada's better-known rewards programs merged last Thursday as Shoppers Optimum and PC Plus became PC Optimum. And all told, 19 million of us hold those cards. And uh, there were some bumps during the mergers. Uh, Loblaws is saying that the bumps uh, have smoothed themselves out uh, and uh, everything is okay now because you have to go and if you hold either a PC card or a shopper's optimum, you have to go and get a new kind of card and kind of get your points merged into it. Uh, So uh, I'm wondering, do you hold the card? Uh, Do you like the idea that now you're only going to have to have one card. Did you have an easy time trying to merge them? Did you have a difficult time trying to merge them? And uh, also, you know, loyalty cards in general, I, I was really surprised. I saw a study that said the average household is enrolled in about 13 loyalty programs. Uh, you know, I know that I need a new wallet because some of the junk in there. <laughs> but uh, and, and apparently... Sometimes people get sucked into buying stuff that they don't need or they didn't know they needed in order to collect more points, in order to get free stuff down the road. So, you know, if you carry the loyalty programs, what are the best ways to accumulate them? The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm here with Riley Stevens, who is the director of Insights, calling herself the Retail Profit, and also Kenneth Wong, Professor of Marketing and Business Strategy at the Smith School of Business at Queen's University. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Levy. Okay, so let's start. Um, Kenneth, first of all, how would you rate uh, the switchover? Do you think it went off uh, as best as it could, or were there too many glitches, or what? No, there were too many glitches. Uh, anytime you're asking a consumer to do something, it's incumbent upon the seller uh, to do as much as they can to make it as painless as possible. And while I can appreciate that with uh, almost two-thirds of the country uh, subscribing to one or both of those programs, uh, they should have expected that there was going to be a massive overload on the Internet. And as a, as a consequence, they probably would end up shutting down for some period of time. And so you would have expected their IT department Uh, to put together a better recovery plan or a better contingency plan on how to deal with things. Uh, As it was, showing pictures of watermelon slices really didn't cut it for most consumers. Riley, what's your take on that? I agree, and I think you make a really interesting point, Libby, at the beginning when we talk about just the sheer volume of, of loyalty programs that people are a part of, right? So... It wasn't a smooth a smooth launch, and I think uh, with that being said, it poses the question, if you've got a loyalty card to a business just down the street that sells the same things as either one of these places, are you really going to sort of go through the 
the pain of, of doing this? Or are you going to maybe just go use another loyalty card somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Or or even not. I right. mean, um, I don't want to um, cast aspersions on any particular mm-hmm. uh, grocery chain, but you know, the if if the offerings there and they do, uh, they're not cheap, and uh, they leave a lot to be desired. A lot of times, I go to an independent grocery store that has no loyalty rewards and and great stuff. Right. Right. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I have to say I, I hold both of those cards, and I went to my local shopper's drug mart yesterday, and they actually had a young man with a terminal who was helping people, and some of the other people who worked there were helping people, and, uh, you know, that worked really well, but you had to go go there and, and wait if there were people in front of you. And that sort of seems to be the sentiment on online, too. I was checking out Twitter, and some people were saying, you know, to avoid all of this altogether, really the best thing to do is just go in store and, and make the, the change there. Uh-huh. And uh, Ken, uh, I gather that you have uh, sliced and diced the new offering. Is it a good deal? Is it a better deal than what people had before? Uh, the offering's a good deal. It, it's certainly better in the sense that now things are standardized. You know, one thing I should comment about these two cards that makes them a little bit different from the other uh, 11 cards that is in the average Canadian's wallet is that these are two cards we frequently use. You know, a lot of times we will subscribe to a loyalty program at the cash when somebody says, are you a member? We say no. They tell us the benefits, and we say, well, what the heck? It's not costing me anything. Just in case I'm back, I might as well take them. Um, you know, and that's why we accumulate a lot of, of loyalty programs that we don't really use. But in this case, we do tend to concentrate our purchases in order to maximize the rewards that we get. And uh, anytime you've got a card that purports to give you 50% more optimum points uh, than you would normally receive, or when you double dip, which is even better as a uh, as a reward uh, collecting strategy. By double dip, I mean you have a credit card from the loyalty program. Um, so in those cases, they're giving you, I think it's 30 extra points uh, per dollar if you buy a, a Loblaws uh, purchase, and 15 extra points if it's a uh, president if it's a uh, Shoppers Drug Mart purchase. So the, it is a good program. Yeah, and I think a, a, an interesting thing you mentioned there, Ken, is is really just the sheer number of, of loyalty cards we have and and how many we actually use. And and it's there's no doubt that the this program is very strong. It's one of the most successful in Canada. Um, I think the element of, of what makes it so so strong is the personalization factor. It's something that you don't really get across some of those other loyalty programs. They feel a little bit more transactional, where with this one, you know, it, it learns your behaviors. It, it sees what you're buying, and it offers you points and, um, you know, additional points and for redemption based on, based on that. So I do think that's what gives it an, an edge and makes it a more desirable and stronger program. You know, Ken, you said an interesting thing. You say people get to the checkout counter and they figure it doesn't cost me anything. But do you think people realize that they are giving the retailer something very valuable and that is their information, right? And that that it's it's not so much, you know, it, the exchange is, is certainly equal, if not more, you know, weighted towards the consumer, because they're giving the retailers valuable information. And sometimes uh, some of that inter- information can be repackaged and sold. 
Well, number one, it's a great, great point uh, uh, because, you know, clearly to get to the personalization uh, that Kelly mentioned, you, you can't do that without having some sophisticated analytics. Uh, in fact, one might even question whether or not they needed to have, uh, have uh, consumers enroll themselves or whether it could have been done behind the scenes, all transparent to the user, uh, given that analytic power. But the research says that consumers don't mind sharing information as long as the result of that sharing is relevant information and relevant offers. So if you're blindly just sending stuff out, obviously the consumer starts to get a little bit concerned about privacy and security. Uh, but if you are sending things out that are meaningful, all of the research supports uh, the use of loyalty programs and the personalization uh, that's available from Loblaw's President's Choice, uh, uh, combined with Optimum now especially, uh, certainly takes advantage of those analytic capabilities. Okay, um, let's go to the phones. We've got Margaret in Brockwood. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Mar- Hello, you're on the air. Yes, hi, Libby. Um, I have a, uh, t- just a comment about the, the Shoppers Drug Mart, the uh, PC Point. I went in on Friday to, to theirs for some shopping, and while I was there, I had, re- really had, go- I had my card previously for the new one, and um, the clerk at the checkout, she was really good, and everything went through. She didn't have any problems. I go to Shoppers Drug Mart on Saturday, and the system was down. Right. I couldn't get, I bought my purchases, but I couldn't get my points changed over. She said, come back on Sunday, or the, or the next time I was in, which I did go on the Sunday. But the, the point I, I want to make is, why was Shoppers, as far as I'm concerned, they did a poor job on this? Theirs was no problem. And the girl at the cash said, oh, it's because of the hundreds and hundreds of customers. I said, but you have to, Shoppers Drug Mart has to know how many cards are out there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's this, it was probably the central system. I mean, I was also in a Shoppers yesterday, and it was uh, very smooth, and everything got, <clears throat> excuse me, transferred over, uh, no problem. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we said that at the beginning, that they should have realized that there would, you know, that they had to do something very special with their systems to make it work. Absolutely, and not because of the numbers, just, you know. Anyway, well, is anyways, it done I'm now? Happy with it. I'm yeah. happy to have one card. And uh, other than that glitch on the Saturday with shoppers, I was um, I'm pleased with it. Okay, thanks well, for that, I, Margaret. Thank I, you, I Libby. Think, Have a good day. Okay. I, yes. I do think, Libby, that uh, the audience needs to realize that you know this is a, a massive undertaking, and that uh, mistakes can happen even in the best uh, of firms. You know, if I was to say what word comes to mind when I say WestJet. Most people would say superior customer service, or what set of words, I guess, more appropriately. Uh, they'd say superior customer service. And yet when WestJet went to launch their loyalty program in combination with a credit card offering from one of uh, uh, the leading banks, they had a massive uh, uh, blow-up of, of their uh, call center and great difficulties registering people. It, it took them a, about a week to work it all out. So even in the best of firms, these things are going to happen. And, uh, again, uh, the question is whether or not they were prepared for what was, I think, inevitable. Okay. uh, We have to take a quick break, but we will be right back to take more of your calls and your comments on this. So uh, we'll be right back. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I am here with 
Ken Wong, professor of marketing at the Smith School of Business at Queens, and Riley Stevens, who is the retail prophet. And we are going right to the phones because people have a lot of questions and comments about the newly merged PC Optimum. Janet in Toronto. Hi, Janet. Hi. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Libby, it's not a good idea. Before, if I went to Shoppers and I spent 95,000 points, I would get $170 worth of merchandise. Now, if I spend 95,000 points, I'm only going to get $95 worth of merchandise. That's disgusting. They're not saving me any money. I'm losing $75 right there. Well, n- no, 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 just to just... Shoppers, I'm going to boycott Blah Blahs. I'm going to start buying at Pharma Plus, Guardian, all, no frills. You know what? Um, I'm just, um, Janet? Basic. Janet. Uh, at Walmart. Janet. Hell with shoppers. Janet. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure that's correct. because correct. Wait. That's what they say. I got their thing. Their, their sh- their Can sh- you let me finish, sh- please? Um, yesterday when I bought something. 95,000 points gets me $95. I got 170 ja- before, okay. and then when it was a cash-in, when Janet. They, you could cash Janet. in your points, okay. I, sometimes I would get... Okay. Sorry to cut her off, but but she did have the information wrong because they changed the point weightings. And I know that exactly because yesterday my 95,000 shoppers points were converted into 177,000 of these points. So it's still the same amount of money. They just uh, weight the shoppers points higher. That's right, Ken, isn't it? That's correct. I I might also add that... uh, uh, your caller may also be a little bit confused in, in the sense that uh, Shoppers has run historically uh, cash-in weekends uh, when you got a bonus for cashing in your points. And the reason for that is uh, there's a financial liability, of course, to the retailer. When they have these kinds of programs and outstanding points, they have to account for that on their financial statements. So they'd like to clear the books every once in a while. And I would expect that there may still be those kinds of specials being offered under the new program. Right. Uh, I I think she was referring to regular ones. And I I really don't like to uh, cut off my callers. But if you're giving out completely wrong information, that's that's not good. And again, the weightings for the shoppers points are higher than the weightings for the Loblaws points. Uh, so again, I, I, this, I just did this yesterday and I had, I don't know, 95,000 points and then they handed me a new card and suddenly the number was 177,000. So, uh, so the, the, the money that I have to spend is the same. Woohoo! Uh, like to spend money. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go to Donna in Toronto. Hello, Donna. Hi, Libby. Go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, hi. I just um, wanted to mention that I did go in on Thursday, and I uh, took in my previous shopper's card, and I got it switched over. Everything went really smoothly. And then I happened to want to phone in because I had some questions about it, and I had a little difficulty getting through. Um, But what they didn't tell me is after you get the card, you have to call in or go in online to actually register the card. Right. That's that's what you want someone else to do for you because there's barcoding things. I mean, I, I had my phone with me and then they they did all of that because uh, that's the part that I would think is a little confusing, yeah, but yeah, that's me. I didn't tell you at the time when you got the card that you had to do yeah. that. So I've been trying since Friday to get through to, to get this done. But what really kind of disappointed me is I um, used the card on Saturday in Loblaws and then Sunday in No Frills. And I looked at my bill and I said, how come there's no points? Well, no frills and Loblaws in the PC stores don't award your points at the point of purchase the way Shoppers does. I was told I have to go in online and download. Huh? Ken? 
Yeah, that's news to me. Uh, I understood it was going to be the same mechanism as we currently use. You know what? Uh, it might know. be because your your card wasn't registered. Well, they said the only reason why you have to register it is you can accumulate your points, but you can't redeem. Huh? Now, my shoppers went through okay. Like when I shopped at Shoppers, the points showed at the bottom, as they always do. But the, the PC stores, like Loblaws and No Frills, didn't do that. They said you have to actually go in and download your points, which is of no use to me because I don't have Internet. Um, uh, there may have been some confusion in the ranks. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. not sure exactly what the procedure is, to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, I can't imagine a retailer putting you through extra steps. Yeah. Uh, unless it was absolutely necessary. Well, hey, and, hey, and there were that, extra steps this weekend for a well, lot of I under, us. I understand that. But in this context, uh, card activation is not unusual. You know, if you get a new credit card, you first have to phone into a number and activate that card. Right. It, it's a security measure for consumers. But the shoppers, per, the purchases I made in shoppers on Saturday, the points went on the bottom of the, uh, the receipt, as they always have. Right. And I, I can't explain the Loblaws experience. Uh, it, it, it is a complete surprise to me that they would do that. Uh-huh. Okay, Donna, thanks for that. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, bye. Bye. We have time for one more quick one. Doreen in Peterborough. Hi. Hello? Hello? Okay. <laughs> Doreen's not there. Uh, we can still try one more. Uh, Marion in Etobicoke. Hi. Hi there. I'll do this quickly. I understand the volume. What I don't understand, when you do get through, I asked if my black PC Elite card would still collect double points. They couldn't tell me. I asked them why this past Friday my special offers were not downloaded. They couldn't tell me. Now, do these people not have the answers to these things? I think that a big a big point there is when it comes. This is sort of a, a recurring thing that we're experiencing here, and it really seems like when it comes down to it, implementation is really hard. So it's that it's taking the information and making sure that everyone is armed with the right information to help people like yourself, who are you know obviously loyal loyal customers and and want to uh, simply <laughs> Sorry, do a I'm do going an easy to cut thing. You a bit no. not acceptable. Do you have the answers on no. Libby's show? No, I don't have the answers, unfortunately. I wish I, I wish I did. Well, why pe- are you people not armed with this information? I can't understand it. Well, it, that's a pretty uh, technical question, and uh, it should be someone in, in the it's company. It's a very ordinary question, Libby. Okay. Thank uh, you for your time. Thank very you. Frustrated. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's people. Yeah. Sorry, baby. Uh, it's Ken here. I think people have to remember uh, you've got hundreds, if not thousands, of employees that you need to reach. It's certainly not inconceivable that one of them wasn't paying attention. Um, you know, careful to uh, uh, to throw out the baby with the bathwater here. The program is a good one. No, I think she was criticizing was us because we didn't know. Uh. <laughs> Well, okay, we'll have to do better. Someone might not listen. Pardon? <laughs> there are a million reasons why an employee might not listen. Okay, no, 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 no. That that lady was criticizing us because we didn't right. know about the credit card. They say, I get. I guess we'll have to do better. Uh, that's about all the time we have. Uh, what would you like to leave us with, very quickly, Ken? Uh, just what I said. Uh, it is a good program. Uh, the implementation and execution was flawed. There's no question about it. Uh, now the question is, what will Loblaws do to recover from that flaw? 
how will they make this right with the consumer? And uh, we'll wait and see. Riley? Yeah, I think the same. I think it's a, it's obviously a great personalized experience. It's one of the best loyalty programs in the in the country. Um, and I think that it really will just be about people seeing the long-term benefits of the program uh, and taking sort of the short-term pain to get to those long-term benefits. Okay. Thank you both. Appreciate you. it. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. I will be off tomorrow. Jane Brown will be in the chair, and I will see and talk to you all again on Wednesday. And now we break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.